Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson and Pastor Keith Radke of Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain, Utah. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it's our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve and Pastor Keith for today's conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio. We are delighted that you could join us today. Um, my name is Steve Pearson. Um, I am in studio today with Keith Radke, both from, I can say now, from Redemption Hill Church. Yes, sir. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing well. It's good to be here together today. Awesome. Hey, listen, if this is your first time listening to the broadcast, um, we want to welcome you and our prayers that you will uh, receive from the Lord here as we go through His Word and dissect it. Um, and also, um, if you would like to revisit any of our past uh, shows or episodes, you can do so by going to shoutsofgraceradio.com. That's shoutsofgraceradio.com. And while you're there, um, feel free to drop us a little note uh, and maybe a question or two, and we'll certainly address those on future broadcasts. And if you do not have a home church and you live in the Utah County area, we would want to invite you out to Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain. Um, you can go to redemptionhillutah.com and you can get the address and service times and everything. And so we are uh, excited to, uh, to, to now do our seventh episode. So yes. how you doing? I'm brother? doing really well and, <laughs> and glad to be a part of what God is doing at Redemption Hill Church in Eagle Mountain. It's a good church. If you don't have a church, you should come to this church. Pastor Steve, you should probably come to this church, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we got some exciting news. Um, last week, we, uh, we, we laid hands on, on somebody that, that you guys are listening to right now and, and officially installed them as the, uh, as the third elder and co-pastor in the church. And so, Keith, tell us about that and what that is all about to you and your family. Yeah, well, a long time ago in a universe far away, um, we landed with you guys at Redemption Hill Church. We were on a church planting venture with my wife and and some other uh, friends of ours uh, along the way, and and uh, we were intending to plant a church in uh, Utah County, somewhere on the east side. Uh, we got fond of saying between Pleasant Grove and Provo, and uh, started a great partnership with Key Radio, which is a big part of why we're able to do. Uh, Shouts of Grace Radio today. Um, but in in all of this, we were seeking the Lord about planting a church. You had just planted with your team, uh, Redemption Hill. You'd been about, I think at that point, about three months old as a church when, when we joined up with you. And and the Lord was really showing both of us together, in particular, you you and I, that, that we really have a very similar vision to ministry, yeah. to church planting, um, doing ministry as a team. Uh, a team of elders uh, uh, that that empowers a ministry team to do the work of the ministry that equips the saints to do the work of the ministry. Uh, we want to see churches planted in Utah, especially in places that we would call underchurched, or there's even communities in Utah that are non-churched by a, by a Christian Bible believing church. And uh, and so, it, the more that we did worship and and teaching and and youth ministry and children's ministry there with you at Redemption Hill, the more we found our hearts like just getting tied up with you guys. Yeah, yeah. What's interesting is, you know, I, I think we were, you know, we both have ties to to Risen Life Church in Salt yes. Lake City. Um, you know, they're our sending church. And, 
And so what, what, what was funny is that, you know, along the way we were, um, you know, our, our, our leadership team was kind of thinking, well, well why doesn't he just stay, mm-hmm. you know? And, and we didn't, we didn't want to say anything to you because we kind of felt, well, we just want to support him. We don't want him to get the wrong idea. But then you and I had breakfast, and it turns out that that you uh, were actually probably thinking along the same lines. <laughs> well, it, it is really neat how you God can give you a vision to do something, right? And then you get connected with other people who are doing that. And and it, it just seemed like the Lord was bringing us to that place where we were, we were just going to have to agree with him. This is what I want you to do. This is why I brought you here is mm. to continue in fruitful ministry and team ministry and and just fellowship together uh, with you and Trisha, with Pastor Chris and his wife Leanne. And and you're right, Risen Life has played a huge part in this because they also came alongside of us to act as a as a sponsoring supporting church as they did for Redemption Hill Church. And and we both share a mutual coach, yeah. uh, Pastor Robert Marshall. That's right. And uh, and he he he's a good listener. And he's a very wise man, and he was encouraging both of us uh, to consider these things. And and it really came down to you and I sitting down and saying, "All right, it's time to stop beating around the bush." Yeah, you know, what do you want? What do we want? Really, ultimately, what does God want? And so, would you say then? Let me ask you this: Would you say then that that the now official partnership was was really something that grew? to that place as we began to listen clearer to the Holy Spirit, specifically saying, this is what I want. Yes, because the Holy Spirit seemed to be speaking through all sorts of people in our lives from directions that were unexpected. You know, people we didn't have conversations with about this thing were saying, you know, Mm. it would be be really a neat thing, Pastor Keith, if you would— stay at Redemption Hill longer and, <laughs> and, and be a part of the team with Pastor Steve and Pastor Chris. And, and, and you were hearing similar things. You know, what, why doesn't Keith just stay and those kind of things? And, yeah. and, it, and it, wasn't, it, it wasn't a manipulative thing at all. And that, that's what I love about the Holy Spirit is he never manipulates. Amen. And he doesn't work through manipulation. He works through clarity. He works through patience. He works through gentleness. He knows that we're dense and that it takes us time. And so over the course, really, I mean, since, you know, since April, it's been over six months here, we, we've seen, hey, our heart to plant a healthy church um, and to be a part of that is happening right here. Yeah. And, and it's Redemption Hill is so new and fresh and God's doing some really neat things. Yeah. You know, let's work together for a while and mm-hmm. see this church become an anchor in the community and then a launch pad for for many churches and that's missionaries right. and pastors and the rest. That's right. That's a, and in fact, that's a great segue um, into this passage. I, I, I want to read and then get your thoughts on it. Um, speaking about really kind of giving into the Holy Spirit's, you know, cry for, uh, or I should say, a, a direction blowing wind. Mm-hmm. You know, which we don't always we don't always get ourselves in the right spot. You know, but when we do, man, it it, it certainly is a blessing. But um, in Acts chapter thirteen. Um, Paul and Barnabas had just come off of a kind of a, kind of almost a year long, um, humanitarian aid to the church in Jerusalem and they were sent in and, and they had a lot of ministry along that way. And then they came back to what was their home base in Antioch. And when they came back, they came back to a group of leaders and it says this in Acts chapter 13, verse two, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and they sent them out. Mm. So being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went. 
Um, Keith, what does that verse mean in relation to kind of what's going on in your life right now, bringing us to, uh, bringing you to us and, and us to you, and just kind of how that all works together and morphs together? Well, the first thing that I see is that the Holy Spirit is always speaking, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's, it's a challenge for us to slow it down, quiet it down, and to tune into his voice. The, the Spirit of God is constantly working. We, we are the, the residents, the temple of the Holy Spirit, and Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would be with you, and he would come upon you, and he will be in you. Uh, the Spirit of God is with us all the time, and he's always speaking. And, and it takes, it does take a, I'm just going to say, it's going to take a discipline to tune ourselves into the voice of the spirit, it's like the radio, right? We we need to uh, we need to dial the right frequency, you know. And, and digital helps us with that. But I, I remember I had a radio growing up that had a little knob, and it was like, <laughs> you know, trying to get keep the stations from bleeding together. And and so I, I think part of it is listening to the Holy Spirit. I think it's also listening to the consistency of what the Holy Spirit is saying through the Word of God and through the people of God. Um, here, Saul, who had become Paul and Barnabas, they come back to their home base, the church in Antioch, and they submitted themselves willingly to the prophets and the teachers at the church. You know, we might say the pastors and the teacher. There was gifts of prophecy working out, and you can take a look at Ephesians 4 to see how God gave the church apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So these guys willingly submitted to God's order in, in the local church, they submitted willingly to listen to the Holy Spirit, and they did it through worship. What a powerful opportunity to hear mm-hmm. from the Lord. And through fasting, you know, that setting aside the meal to say, this me- instead of eating this meal, I'm going to focus on the will of the Lord. And, and uh, Jesus would say that my, wi- my bread is to do the will of my Father. Um, and so we hear the voice very plainly. What does it look like in my life? Well, what it's looked like in my life is starting when I was eight years old. I asked my parents, what should I do with my life? And, oh, well, you should pray about it, you know. And and I thought that I heard the, the voice of the Lord in a very still, small way that an eight-year-old would hear, you know, a pastor. I want you to be a pastor. And uh, my uh, the church that we were a part of, the pastors in our church, a brand-new church, new church plant, too. It's kind of interesting. You're listening to Shouts of Grace Radio with Pastors Steve Pearson and Keith Radke. At Shouts of Grace Radio, we're thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah on the airwaves with good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Key Radio can be found online at keyradio.org, and your support of Key Radio makes programs like Shouts of Grace Radio possible. Now, let's join Pastor Steve and Pastor Keith for the conclusion of today's conversation. But I saw these men that, that were men who cared for people. They were the real deal. They're very, you know, transparent people. And and uh, and then my dad, as he um, took his walk with the Lord very seriously at, after that, he became an elder in that church. So I, I just saw, you know, godly leadership exam, exemplified in front of me. And, and a reoccurring message all through my teenage years and into my early adulthood was, I've called you to pastoral ministry. I've called you. And, and he always gave me those opportunities and so, so in that, in my specific calling to be a pastor, and when people have asked, you know, is staying with Redemption Hill or is planting a church or is moving to Utah or doing North Carolina when, when we were out there, is that really God's will for your life? And I said, like, well, there's a consistency taking place here. Mm. It seems like the Lord continues to speak to my heart, to give me that desire, but also to people around me that I willingly submit myself to, mm. you know, as a Christian to say, hey, am I hearing from the Lord on this? Am I right? 
am I just reading this Bible verse wrong? It's so healthy to do that, and I've, I've benefited from that that healthy um, feedback in, com- in the community of, of the body of Christ. That's great. Um, you know, when you look at this passage, it I, what I like about this, and, and maybe you can talk more about this, is is it wasn't as if the church came and said, we want you to do this, right? It's the church came alongside um, something or two people that were already serving God. They were proving out their character. They were proving out their servant's heart in the process of doing what the church had asked them to do. And it was in that that the Holy Spirit came and said, look at this. Mm-hmm. I've set these two guys right. apart. And the affirmation of men came later. And and the reason I like that is because there are times in our life and 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 you know when you go through these seasons where sometimes all you have is God's voice speaking to you, right? And the affirmation of men oftentimes comes later or maybe not at all. And as as was in the case with Abraham, Abraham was just called to go out, right? Talk a little bit right. about how do you know when you're trying to balance the will of God? Like, am I supposed to do this? Am I not supposed to do this? Is is the Holy Spirit calling? Will he always use men to, to, to say, will he always use a pastor, always use a church? Or will there be times when he says, step in faith? How does that, how do those two mesh together? Yeah. I think the first, the first thing is that the church is only affirming or confirming, however you want to phrase it, what God has already that's right. Affirmed, and and that that is important for us. You know, Jesus would say to his disciples that that whoever's sins you lose, they'll be loose. Whoever sins you you don't, they won't be. You know, it, he wasn't saying that we have the power to forgive sins. He was talking about the power of affirmation, of affirming what we know to be true of the Word of God. And and just like you said here, uh, Saul and Barnabas, they'd already been doing ministry. Right. It wasn't like they were saying, "God, what have you called us to do?" <laughs> no, but they came to their church, and the church affirmed what God had already affirmed. They were saying, "This is, in fact, God's work for your life." And and there was a unique moment in this purposeful gathering of the of the church and its leadership with Saul and Barnabas, uh, where they were able to hear from the voice of the Lord together, set apart for me for this work. And so they went out. When speaking of Abraham, Abraham reminds us that God is calling us to faith. He's not calling us to to have the big picture. He's not calling us to know every step and every detail of the way. He told Abraham, "I want you to go to a land that I'm going to show you." Right, so he didn't tell him where he was going. There was no GPS coordinates there. I want you to go to a land that I will show you. You're going to trust me, and 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 the and the testimony of Abraham is that Abraham believed the Lord, and it was accounted to him as righteousness. Mm. It wasn't that Abraham got his life together and figured it out. It wasn't that he understood clearly the word of the Lord. It, he didn't have some exclusively, you know, uh, some exclusive divine revelation. You know, well, maybe he did, but but he he did not have any more as a human being than what is available to us when we seek the Lord. And so the Lord said, I want you to go. You're going to trust me in this, and I'm going to bless you. The end result, I'm going to bless you. If you will go, if you will obey me, if you will trust me, then I will bless you. Hmm. Not, And I'm not going to tell you everything. Hmm. And, and that is the journey we've been called to. We're called children of Abraham because of our faith. Hmm. And, and that, is what, that is what God has been calling us to all the way along, is to trust him. And, and I feel like in some ways, um, you know, moving to Utah back in 2010 uh, was a step of faith, leaving people that we knew and, and, and the comfort of, of, of the East Coast where we'd, we'd been for a long time and we had people we could drive to within 20 minutes or an hour, you know, two hours at the most. 
to a place that we really didn't know anything about except the legend and lore of Salt Lake and, and Utah, <laughs> you know. And uh, and if you're listening, you can read between the lines and you know what I'm talking about. Um, but but being here now, we've also seen that just because God brings you to a particular place and 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 the the primary reason you were brought there you know, hap- happens right away. It doesn't mean that that's the long-term plan. God's will is it's just constantly un- unfolding in our lives. And that's why we have to come back to the to the reality that Abraham had to accept. God told me to go, and I'm trusting in him. And if I will just stay in line with that, then I'll find blessing. That's and, right. and that's what we have found. We have found blessing in Utah. You know, we have found uh, refreshing by by showing up at Redemption Hill, you know, but really being led by the Lord to Redemption Hill and finding that affirmation uh, with uh, the leadership in the congregation at Redemption Hill. I love that view of faith that you, that you painted about Abraham. There's a, there's a, in Acts chapter eight, you know, you, you're talking about how God just, you know, God's sovereign and God moves. And in Acts chapter eight, you see something similar, you know, you have Philip who is in Samaria and he's just in this, this pump and revival, right? Everything's going great. And then God says, okay, it's time to leave. It's time to go. And I'm going to have you go out into the desert. He doesn't tell him what he's going to do. Go out into the desert, you know, take the step. And he goes out into the desert. And then he sees, of course, the, the, the chariot of the, of the, of the Ethiopian eunuch. He says, now, now go run next to that. And it's like, what are we doing? Like, there was so much better stuff in Samaria. Mm-hmm. Why am I out in the middle of the desert by myself, running next to this 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 guy or this chariot? It's like this is crazy. But when he listens to God and he takes each of the steps, then he realizes as he's looking through the window as this, as he's running alongside this this chariot. He's he's listening to this guy uh, uh, read Isaiah, and yes. then he realizes now I know why I'm here. Yeah. And I think sometimes that that's how just God works. Let's let's do this in faith. You'll know. I'll I'll reveal it to you in the moment. But mm-hmm. but faith doesn't always doesn't always give you the the big picture. So let me let me ask you this then. What um, you know, coming now to Redemption Hill, and you know, you you bring a a ton of experience, ministerial experience. You know, um, but for me, you know, as 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 a leader there, what I value in you is your ability to number one. Um, connect with God personally. I like that. I, I like the fact that you love the Lord and you've got integrity. Um, but but also I like the fact that you've got vision. And 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 what we've created at Redemption Hill is really this platform where where we have co-pastoring and mm-hmm. co-leadership, and nobody has these insecurities. Right? Everyone's got, kind of got their own gifts, and everyone stays in their lane, and and it works. What is your vision for Redemption Hill? What would you like to see? Uh, this church become as you now pastor it? My vision is to see the people of God uh, be led and, and, and cultivated and encouraged to a place of health. And, and that is spiritual health, that is uh, emotional, relational health, which is found when we, when we put our trust in the Word of God for what it says. And, and a healthy, healthy people Cult, uh, create a, a healthy church environment because the church is all of all the God's people coming together, and then from that place of health and the place of strength to see new works of ministry begun, hmm. and that could be a, a you know new ministry specific to Redemption Hill. Um, but what my heart is, my passion is, as well as yours, is to see more churches planted, and that's kind of where this this next step in in church takes place, and that is. God is calling men and women to take leadership for the kingdom of God. 
And, and I believe that God's um, given me a heart to develop leaders, uh, to see men and women both discover their gifts, um, their callings, to turn things like passion and ideas into um, true vision and purpose for their life, um, all for the glory of God, and, and to see people empowered. You know, and 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 so, uh, you know, it is comprehensive. I think it's what God's called us to 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 feed the sheep, to tend the sheep, as Jesus told Peter, um, to equip the saints, and and then to send people out. Just like what happened, it says that they went right. They went where the Holy Spirit took them. And and I see that I see that you and uh, Pastor Chris both have created an environment of freedom that is very appealing to me and and to those uh, who are on our team. A place where we're being asked, what is God showing you? What is God leading you to do? And how can we come alongside of that? How can mm. we support that? And, and, and I, I want to I see Redemption Hill um, just explode in that strength and in that freedom um, to become established in the community as a church that is making a difference, shining as a light, and then a church that becomes a launch pad mm. uh, for, for, for multiplication. Well, I'll tell you what, <clears throat> brother, you are an answer to our prayers because since we started the church, you know, we, we never wanted to, you know, First uh, Timothy says, you know, do not lay hands on any man suddenly for some men's sins are cle- clearly evident preceding them to judgment and others come later. And mm-hmm. so the idea is watch people don't just, you know, lay hands on them and pull them into right. a position. And so Chris and I have been very careful to be about prayer. God, who would you have? We we know you want to complete this team. So we've been praying and you are an answer to that mm. prayer. Your wife, Angie, is an answer to that prayer. Um, your Dax and Michaela are an answer to prayer. And so we are giddy about what yeah. the future holds. But but maybe you can conclude the last couple minutes here. Um, what would you say to the people that are perhaps sitting at home listening and they want to do the will of God? They They want to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit but they're just not sure. They're 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 very uneasy. They don't want to step out and make mistakes, and, and and they don't want to mess up, you know. Or they certainly don't want man to dictate to them. What 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 would you say to that? Well, I think the first thing we need to keep in mind is that we've been called to faith and not fear. You know, don't be afraid to mess up. If you're stepping mm. out in faith wow. to obey the Lord, say God, I I think this is where you're heading, uh, where you're leading me, and I'm going to go in that direction. If it's not exactly exactly what God intended but you were stepping on in faith to obey what you knew in the moment, don't be afraid of that because mm-hmm. that is faith. That's great. You know, sometimes you do go, uh, you know, to Salt Lake to end up in Eagle Mountain. You know, some days, <laughs> sometimes you do have to, to move to the East Coast from the Pacific Islands as I did to end up in Utah. You know, there is, and I'm not saying that those steps along the way were wrong. I'm just saying that the journey of faith is not one that God has to explain to us all up front. Um, but, you know, the Word of God is filled with so many different things that are the Word of God, um, that are the will of God. And, and, the, and I think what I want to leave everybody with is this. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God, and all of these things will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first God himself, fellowship, relationship with him through prayer, time in the word, and per, and, um, and and personal worship. And then plug into a local church where other people are doing the same thing. You know, they're seeking the will of God. They're seeking the righteousness. And I think in those environments, we begin to see more clearly what the will of God is for our lives. Awesome. And you know what? We are coming up to the end of today's broadcast. And so I think next time... 
we're going to talk more about how to know the will of God for your life. What do you think? That's right. And I'm excited to, for what the future holds. And so we're, 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 we're going to be blessed to serve together. Well, you've been listening to Shouts of Grace Radio. I'm Pastor Steve Pearson with Pastor Keith Radke, both now from Redemption Hill Church. And we look forward to meeting together next time on the air. God bless you guys. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio. Practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson and Pastor Keith Radke. We hope you've been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. That's shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastors Steve and Keith. Shouts of Grace Radio is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church located in Eagle Mountain, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ.